0: Get out the way. Who got a watch? Who got the time I'm raising the clock? Even in my feelings grind don't stop. Hi Andy, welcome to Mature Allure. How are you? Hi Sherry. Oh, I love being on your show because of course I'm mature and I want to talk to you about what allures people in, right? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Well, everyone, this is Andy Liu. She is a wellness expert, knows fitness, knows nutrition, all of the things that we need to know right now. So there you go. (laughs) There you go. Introduce yourself, Andy, to everyone.
0: Look, I'm 50 this year. I've just had my milestone and it's a really exciting time for me to defy age again and again. You know, people always say it goes downhill when you're 50. I'm just getting warmed up. I've I've now written 10 books. Um, I've got three of them here, but my 10th one's coming out very soon. We're launching in National Breast Cancer Awareness Month title, TBC. However... You know, education on wellness and dating are my jam. Oh wow.
1: Okay. See, I didn't know you were dating also. I've talked to a couple people that have mentioned one one lady's a dating expert or mentor. The other yes. one just mentions it, but I didn't know. I'll have to get your perspective on dating a little later. Um
0: Well, yeah. Are you
1: single, Sherry O? No, I actually am married, but I have several friends who are. And right. You know, they've been single for a while. So it's like, hey, what yeah. are some things that, you know, what are Absolutely. some tips that they can do to kind of.
0: Well, maybe we should all be getting tips off you for staying married. But uh, we're. uh <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know how we do. It. It's been, what, 17 years? yeah that's great well here's the thing a lot of people have read my book called insta lovers this one hashtag insta lovers Mm. and you know even if they were married they said you reminded me how to flirt again and just in context to all of this because you brought it up I didn't know you were doing dating as well as wellness well having healthy relationships means that you're being well too yeah yeah well
1: I was going to ask you some wellness uh what it actually means because Wellness is really the overall focus of everything that you do. And wellness, I I think wellness is included in everything that we do or should be. So what does it mean exactly and what what does it actually include?
0: Well, you know, wellness is more than just feeling like you've had great nutrition or you've done your meditation or, you know, all the things that people know how to do to fill up their wellness cup now. It's actually a state of optimal function and homeostasis or balance within the body. And when we have that body that's designed to heal and function at an optimal level, that's when you're designed to self-function, regulate, heal, create immunity, uh, decrease the ageing process, all those sorts of things start to come as the byproduct. And I guess that's what I do and I've been doing it for 31 years and the wellness that I teach does work, as you can see. I look great. I was going to (laughs) say. You are a walking example. It's working. <laughs> it's absolutely working. I mean, you look great too. So I think we do. We love to look after ourselves, and this is why it's so interesting. This mature allure thing, because you know, gone are the days. As I said, you know, where you know it goes downhill the older you get. We women really are doing well for ourselves. Exactly, and the whole concept behind mature allure—it's it's
1: beauty, fitness, all that—but it's beyond that. Yep. It's just what can we do? To tap into our inner mature allure, wherever we are, whatever stage we're at. So, so talking about wellness, because sometimes we kind of get stuck in the whole wellness thing. And when I say stuck, I mean, stuck kind of, oh, well, wellness is yoga or Mm. wellness is me being vegan, which I'm not vegan. I strive to try and be vegan, but I'm just saying you get stuck in those things when I think wellness could be as basic as just taking a moment for yourself, five minutes, just for you, doing whatever you do. But you're the expert. So we'll go on. What are three pieces? That's just me running off at the mouth. What are three three key pieces of advice that you can give to those who want to start on a wellness journey that may figure that they don't have time?
0: Well, as you can see, Sherry, it's just that there's a different definition for everybody about wellness. And that's what's so unique and beautiful about this, because if we had to trace somebody's genealogy back, even though we know, so for example, coconut oil is the best oil for deep frying because it doesn't denature or lose its molecular structure once it heats a certain boiling point, it may not agree with somebody's genetic uh you know their genealogy their Mm -hmm. genetic predisposition maybe they've never had coconut oil in in their bloodline before so maybe they're better suited to say olive oil so what i'm suggesting is that a healthy body looks different on every person what works for somebody else may not work for you. And we need to be not only varied in our diet, but we also need to be dynamic. So that means that what worked for us last week or last year isn't necessarily going to work for us this you know, week or like this year. Because, you know, just like, you know, we have different things that are going on in our life, like stressors, lifestyle, sleeping patterns, all these sorts of things impact on how and when we eat and what we do and so if i can teach somebody to be really uh, aware of their body signs and symptoms with some key practices then those are the things that are going to help empower a person to figure it out for themselves as cliche as it sounds so as a certified food lifestyle and wellness coach that's what i do i educate you how your body works to heal and function. Then I'm going to help you discover what it is that you feel from a triage perspective is important to address first. And then we create steps to do that.
1: Well, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned the whole thing about what you might do this week won't work, might not work for next week, because I do find that I can be on it one week and I'm like feeling good, feeling great. And then the next week I'm really not feeling it my emotions are kicking in and then i feel guilty on top of that and so that makes it even worse so i'm glad you brought that up because it is true i think we just have to own that we will feel different how do you own i mean i don't know if this is a real question or not but how do you how do you take that in because like i said a lot of times i will feel guilty
0: Well, you know, we do live in a world where it's hurry up and slow down. I mean, I see people like racing to a yoga class. That to me is just so funny because it's like you're hurrying up to go and be in Zen. But what if your whole life was that practice anyway? And so what I do is when I work with my clients, I want to make sure that they're actually living their desired lives, their destiny, their calling and those are the sorts of things that are going to make them want to wake up in the morning or feel inspired to continue when something gets really hard because they have a higher purpose something that's greater than themselves but then when we're fighting against these modern uh, world lifestyles like you know we have electricity so therefore we're not going to sleep with the lunar cycle and waking up with the lunar cycle and the sunrise and so our circadian rhythms are off and things like that when we're trying to struggle against these Western world practices that are unhealthy, we do go, oh, I just give up. You know, our hormones do come into play. It's really important to listen to that and be gentle with yourself because we need to normalise not being hustling all the time. Hustle mode's also dangerous. It's where we release that stress hormone uh, like, you know, cortisol and adrenaline.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so you've written several books One of the books I saw was Connected, A Paradigm Shift and How to Review Health. Yes. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Beautiful cover. Talk about that. You
0: know, I was dancing on a rock and just like (laughs) living my best life in the middle of nature in an $8,000 couture gown. And Mm. I did that because it was on the eve of lockdown in Melbourne, in Australia, but not just the lockdown but actually where the virus was becoming more contagious from 6pm on at night and we had okay. curfews. And I remembered when um, my friend who was uh, my neighbour, she was a photographer, and my son and her went, all right, we've got to get out and shoot this cover because we knew that we had a deadline for the book. And it was just like scrambling together to put this beautiful moment together. And, you know, so that's why we chose nature. We chose nature because it's important to celebrate where we are in this beautiful world and switch off from the connectivity of what we think the world is on the device. And Mm -hmm. so having moments of doing that, not waiting for a dress up party to wear your favorite ball gown and also being connected to nature, to yourself, to community is key to vitality. So that's one of the things that I talk about in the book But the rest inside the book is everything from how to uh, increase your immunity naturally, how to Mm. slow aging naturally, uh, how to change your perception on things, how to have better quality sleep understanding nutrition is key but assimilation of nutrition is even more crucial because we could have really great nutrition but if our bodies can't assimilate it because we have a nervous system that is shot or a gut health that's not working so well, then we may as well be peeing our nutrition out. And so creating a good functioning body like what we talked about at the beginning of this interview is key to assimilation of nutrition. So you can use the nutrients which then become wellness. That's what food is medicine. You know, that's what it does. It, it's the micronutrition that actually fuels us.
1: Mm, mm. So what's your definition of healthy living?
0: Well, everybody's definition is going to be different. And if you ask me this now, next week, it's going to change all the time. And I think that's the dynamic, uh, takeaway that I want you guys to have, but the definition, In an overall sense is to make sure that you're living your highest purpose we are creators sherry we Mm -hmm. are born to create we are born to procreate it does sound a little bit spiritual but remember what is it that you are creating we worry about our past lives we worry about our future lives what are we doing with this very special Mm. life right now every day to connect with others, to make sure that your body is working at its optimum so that every day you can create something, whether it's creating a better community, whether it's creating a better family home, whether you're creating a nicer meal to nurture and nourish yourself, whether you're creating a painting, a song, a poem, a journal entry. Oh my gosh. I'm getting so many goosebumps. My whole body is just when I speak truth from a higher source, my body just flares up and that's true wellness of the essence because from there you make better decisions every other day. However, sometimes—and this is my key thing that nobody else talks about—when we have a physiology that is compromised, now I'm mm. talking about your posture because I was, I always want to talk about this, even though it's not, in, it's not important to share it because. I don't need to. But what I want to say is today I was sitting in Erwan. Um, I was having, um, I was having a Arbamate soda and it was really hot. And there was a homeless man, bless him. He um, just kept asking everybody to buy him soda. And he was sitting down at the tables and asking. And he felt he belonged there, which is why he sat down. And he did belong there. Yeah. And I love that we are not designed to beg; we are designed to create. This guy wanted to belong, and so I wanted him to help feel belonged. I was also eating a little bit of food, and I felt like, oh gosh, I really need to finish this. So what do I do? I turned to the people next to me and I said to them, "Can you actually look after my food?" And and I, I real I've just got to get this guy a soda. I can't stand it anymore. It's not fair. And and that's because the woman that he sat next to said, I'll get you some ice and some water. He said to her, I don't want it. I want a soda. If you're not going to get me that, then don't get me anything. So I thought, I'm just going to get him that So They said, yeah, okay. I came back. I got him the same drink I was having. And when I put it down, um, I noticed he was reading a book about anxiety and depression and mindset.
1: Oh, wow. The
0: guy wanted to educate him, him himself. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. There are so many takeaways from this lesson, right? Mm -hmm. This energy exchange. He wanted to feel fueled so that he could then educate so that he could then serve the world. I wanted to feel like I had a purpose so that I could provide so that then he can provide to others as well. The people sitting next to me became inspired because they witnessed an act of not kindness but just normal human interaction and how it should be. Mm -hmm. And so this, like, flow-on effect is so important for wellness. We all felt great. The only thing is I kind of almost kicked myself for not asking him to teach me something about what he was reading because we all need to remember that we are valuable in this world. Mm -hmm. And so it really emanates from there. And then that gives us the drive to want to do more and be more, right, because that's Mm -hmm. what we are as beings. So on the note of what is the one thing I talk about that nobody else talks about, I want to bring up the notion of posture. And I see it with homeless people all the time. When people beg and when they are feeling like they don't belong or they don't want to belong to the rest of society and they choose homelessness or homelessness chooses them, they're always in this defence posture, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, there is not one person that has beautiful posture that is Like what I'm trying to say is if you are, let me just get this right, if you are in a defence posture, it is really hard to be positive. Mm. When you change your physiology, you open your heart, but you also change the way your brain communicates through the spinal cord. Because when it's like this, like a boxer is in fight or flight, you have this perfect tension which is housed inside the bones of the spine from the neck that... You know, is attached to the brain stem here and goes in the long spinal cord all the way down. That gets stretched. So now the messages, the signals are distorted from brain to body. So even if you want to be positive, you can't because you have distorted signals from brain to body. So mm. changing your physiology changes your chemistry and then in turn changes your emotional status. So this is why I'm a massive fan of chiropractic care. When we get adjusted regularly because the body goes through a lot of trauma whether it's physical stressors, you know, bumps and falls, birthing, high heels, you know, being sedentary, all those physical traumas. When it is chemical traumas like drugs, medicines, you know, toxins, all these sorts of things, our body goes into fight or flight. And when it's emotional trauma, the first thing we do is we jut our neck forward like this and we shout at someone, you can't hear me, I'm screaming at you, right? (laughs) But when we... (laughs) When we bring it back to our heart centre, we take deep breaths and we change our physiology. We literally are changing the way our brain communicates with the rest of our body. And so that's my biggest takeaway, having regular chiropractic care, freeing up communication from brain to body, and then allowing the body to work in the way it's designed because in that position is when you are connected to source. So source... Source being God, Source being Grand Organized Design is the acronym, Jesus, Allah, you know, whatever you want to call it. There's something that's higher than us. But when we change our physiology, we can connect that universal intelligence that's running us to now connect with our innate intelligence. We have innate intelligence. Our cells are being recreated every second of every day, every second. When we get a paper cut we don't have to do anything it's working through innate intelligence to just heal with new cells being created every second of every day and that's run through universal intelligence but when there's this blockage going on or vertebral subluxation say that three times really fast (laughs) chiropractors (laughs) call it vertebral subluxation when you have a distortion of the spine which is then putting pressure on that nervous system communication then we're not healing or functioning as we are designed and so Biggest takeaway if you're ever gonna learn anything is change your physiology. It changes your chemistry and it changes your emotional status and the way in which your body's designed to heal and function. When you were talking about that, it just made me want to, I'm like, wait
1: a minute, okay, am I sitting up straight? Like what's, what's, what's my posture? And I do try and t- think about that a lot. I mean, I'm tall, so I never wanna look hunched over. So that's one of the things that I do pra- try and practice. What I haven't done though, is I have never been to a chiropractor like in my entire 53 years of life, which I should, my husband's been several times. He swears by it. Cool. And I probably feel like I need some, I do. I'm sure I need some adjustment and just hearing what you said, just to bring in the whole balance or straightening.
0: And because he swears by it, because he's trying to explain to you that this is the way my body is designed to feel. I have free communication, free flowing messages, you know, in my body. And this is, and most of us forget how we are supposed to feel and function because we haven't been. And so, yeah, make it a date with him. He will absolutely (laughs) love taking you to the chiropractor and then go walk along the beach or something afterwards. It'll be a great thing. Yeah.
1: I wish we did have a beach here in, um, Atlanta outside Atlanta that would be nice we, we did live in Miami so it was always nice to be able to go to the beach
0: although um, I have heard that Atlanta is amazing I have to visit one day
1: oh you have to it's really yeah. nice the food is amazing that's the problem right now the food is great it, it, it is it's a beautiful city so if you ever yeah. come through you know you gotta give me a call and let me know um
0: Son, can you look at the flights <laughs> and <I'm> I just not <kidding. laughs> Sherry's invited me to stay. Yes,
1: come on through. And the weather is nice now. It's still warm, but and it's nice. A
0: chiropractor in her town. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, so what are three to five quick and easy things women in midlife can do to incorporate? Well, you mentioned chiropractor, but a, a couple other things to incorporate healthy living into their lifestyle
0: definitely number one has to be chiropractic because you know as i said before if if you're not having a great nervous system and spine and posture and then the way you perceive the world isn't going to be the same the way you coordinate things isn't going to be the way you adapt to stress isn't the same so that's the foundation foundation right so that's the first thing then you have to have proper hydration now when i say proper hydration i'm talking about america australia the water is treated
1: You're Mm. filtering
0: your water, you are, you know, trying to bring it back to its clean state. Think about that. Like we're trying to filter it because it's not healthy anymore. So you need to drink spring water where possible, you know, from mountain springs, if possible, water in bottles that are, you know, not contaminated with plastics that bring off phytoestrogens because our body is designed to not only hydrate but cleanse through drinking water quality water i've actually started partnering with a company called holstein and um you know it's a bit of an investment but my gosh the quality of water is amazing so if you are doing a cleanse i would suggest getting a case of their water and cleansing with that um, because it has the right ph level it has the right minerals in there as it Bounces off the rocks from their well. You know, it's in the Austrian Alps where it comes from. Um, you know, it has selenium, magnesium, you know, all of the micronutrition that we need. And it just tastes amazing as well. Anyway, so Holstein, use my code Andy25 and you'll get 25% off. Holstein? Yeah, Holstein, H-A-L-L-S-T-E-I-N, L L S T E I N, Andy25 is my code. So it's quite generous, 25% off. It kind of makes it more easy, uh, an easier thing Um, Mm -hmm. but then probably the next thing I would talk about is eating as close to nature as possible Mm -hmm. you know we have too many packaged foods or processed foods and if you think about the derivative of the word processed it comes from the word process so that means if you're eating processed food it's been through a process what's the process well let's take uh, sugar for example Um, you know it used to be the pure food source which is called sugar cane When you have sugar cane from the field, you wouldn't sit there and eat the whole field and go, I feel like more. But when you have a bag of confectionery, you could sit there and have the whole bag because there's no micronutrition in it. There's no water in it. So it's been through a process where it's been stripped of its water, it's been concentrated, it's now got no fibre, no vitamin C, and so you're not satiated when you're Mm. not having whole foods when you're having processed foods. So this is why I say eat as close to nature as possible and organic or biodynamic where possible so that you can be satiated from the nutrition, which is very different to counting calories or watching portions. When you have quality nutrition, your brain, there's a part of the brain called the amygdala and other parts of the brain, which are responsible for shutting off the hunger mechanism when you feel full on a nutritional level, when you've got all of the vitamins and minerals, then it goes, huh, I've got enough wellness stored. I don't need any more. But when you're having processed foods and being stripped of that, you're like, what can I have next? So this is the key to wellness, yeah? Eating Mm -hmm. as close to nature as possible and loading up on micronutrition, quality water for cleansing and having chiropractic care. Wow. Wow. I mean, this is making me think
1: about a lot of things. I'm already thinking about them, but I've just been thinking about them. You're motivating me, Andy. You're really motivating me.
0: (laughs) You know, I think the key to this, Sherry, is to actually, this is why I say to you, understanding how the body works to heal and function is key because then you're like, I knew I needed to eat the apple and not the candy, but I didn't really understand why. So, you know what, meh, I'm just going to have the candy. Mm -hmm. But, like, now if you understand that, you know, if I eat the candy, I'm destroying Uh, My gut health, I'm creating a parasitic gut. Now the next day when I try and give up the candy, I can't because the parasites know that they're going to die if I don't keep feeding them that warm, damp, candida environment. So they're going to dump toxins and make you crave the very thing that you're trying to give up because they don't want to die. So just yeah. little tidbits of, you know, information like that where you can go, oh, now I know why I'm supposed to do this. I, I want to help my body. I, I understand what it's trying to do for me and I want to assist that, you know, and that's why sometimes people go on a uh, a juice cleanse or something because they're trying to flood the body with my, with uh, micronutrition and antioxidants so that you're just changing up the balance, you know, and and what you feed the body, the body wants more of. So if you feed it the sugar and that Candida type environment, it will continue to grow and thrive. But if you feed it the other stuff, then it's gonna want that and thrive off that.
1: Mm. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I I'm I need I need to make a promise to myself, but I'm gonna try. Um
0: well I can always hold you accountable if you want be a wellness coach you as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna think about
1: that because I think I do need someone to hold me accountable because I Yeah, I've been really bad lately. It's probably a whole lot of things going on, you know. But anyway, enough about that. But you know what, my
0: darling, the thing is I work with a lot of people and we don't end up really focusing on food always, first and foremost. Once um, I worked with a lady, she was clinically blind, legally blind rather. She just finished breastfeeding six kids in a row and it was time for her. Um, And we focused on what she wanted to do. And she started painting and she got a job and all these beautiful things. And yeah, she gave up drinking one bottle of wine every single night. So wow. she lost, uh, eight kilos in six weeks, um, just wow. because she found herself. So things like that are important as well.
1: Yeah. And you don't think about the, the little things too, that you could do to turn things around. Um, so I know you're, you're from Australia. How long have you you been in the States and what differences, if any, have you noticed as to how wellness is incorporated in people's lives?
0: Well, I feel a little bit lucky in Los Angeles because it is a bit of a privileged state. It's got access to the most incredible organic foods if you want and, you know, beaches if you want. And, you know, I mean, it is a bit of a wellness mecca of this country. Uh And it's close to Australia if I want to get back on a plane. But, um, you know, I think the main thing is, though, there are pockets of it, like we talked about, where there is homelessness and there is uh, not great nutrition and there is um, treated water that's not great for us. Um, And there's a lot of traffic and there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of pollution. And so I've noticed those things. Um, I think the key to anything is to find the areas that make you well and adapt where you can, like, you know, if you can't afford to live near the beach or whatever, just find a spot that, you know, is close to nature. We need to spend more time in nature on a daily basis. It's called biophilia, P-H-I-L-I-A, biophilia, being in nature. So um, the difference between Australia and Los Angeles isn't too much. Um, However, you know, the water and the cost of living and things like that. Although it is going up in Australia and all over the world, you know we are in a bit of a crisis. I think things are changing really rapidly, so it's important to uh, be aware of this and um, and vote. Oh god, now I'm sitting <laughs> patriotic. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not talk about that.
1: Right. <laughs> yes, but it is true. It is important. To vote. <laughs> Um, I'm not going. <laughs> so september is healthy aging and national yoga awareness month cool what exercises do you suggest um, women participate in who are trying to promote healthy aging
0: Well, definitely yoga or some kind of stretching or neurological stretches are great for you because we are spending up to eight hours a day sedentary which is totally unnatural so moving where possible is fantastic not only because when you're doing your stretching or yoga or you're going for walks while you're taking your calls it's also because your breath is becoming coherent with the body and your thoughts. And when we have coherency in the body, we have this flow effect and that's where wellness lives. And when we're feeling stressed or we're sedentary or we're like one more email or whatever, you'll notice your breath is very stagnant and short. hmm so doing those types of natural movements and moving the whole body is going to be good for you. It's good for your mind. It's good for your connection. It's good for lengthening that spine. And it's also great for breath and health does stem from the breath.
1: Wow. Okay. So then let's talk about your latest book, the one that's getting ready to come out.
0: Yes. What well, the- before we do, because this is my 10th title. I'm really excited about it. I wanted to add on to anyone who is mature, like us ladies, to remember that we need to do weight bearing exercise. We really need to do pushing, Mm -hmm. pulling with weights or our body weights, because we do start to lose muscle mass when we hit like 30s and 40s and now 50. And so to Mm -hmm. maintain that muscle mass and to prevent things like osteoporosis, you really need to do some kind of weight bearing exercise and not as much cardio like you used to when you were in your 20s. Do you know what I mean? That can yeah. actually help you to maintain a more fit body if you're just doing some body weight stuff than if you're thinking that you need to go for a run like you used to, okay? That makes sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense,
1: though, because I know that I do I do walking and things like that, but I haven't incorporated any, like, muscle or uh, weights yeah. to my exercise.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. and you can even yeah. use – booty bands and all those sorts of things. You can get up a sweat, you can burn as many calories as you like, you know, doing those sorts of things as well and increasing that muscle mass. Um, Mm. So but my new book, my darling, is all about embracing women and their natural body state. Um, There's a whole reason why I made a decision that I had to work very hard to forgive myself over, which was I had breast implants in about nine years ago I took them out in February 20 this year Mm -hmm. and I'm finally 100% organic and I got very sick I um had an undetected rupture which I knew about for two years and I saw six surgeons and I also got an MRI and they all said that it was fine and I was fine It got to the point where I was literally dying to be well and I was begging to be triaged and seen. But then by the time I found someone that could see me, I also had to save up $14,000 for the surgery and so on and so forth. And I discovered that there are a lot of women that have not joined the dots and realised that a lot of their health, you know, inflammatory issues, CFS symptoms, IBS symptoms, autoimmune early onset are all as a result of having silicon or saline implants. And so I've written a whole book about this. We're releasing it in Breast Cancer Awareness Month in October. Again, too early to tell you the title, but keep an eye out for it on my Instagram, which is andi.lew. And hopefully if anyone can come, I've got a book signing event at Barnes & Noble at The Grove in uh, November the 2nd and another one in Manhattan Beach in October uh, the 11th. But yeah, it's just going to be an amazing thing. I'm going on a national press tour uh, on all the TV shows to talk more about it and create awareness about nurturing women through their explant journeys. Well, you, if you send me
1: the dates for your book signings, I'll add that to the note that goes amazing. with the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So that sounds that sounds great. You don't ever think about things like that as far as like putting the the uh, foreign objects I guess that's what you call them into your body yeah like you said embracing the natural body that is you you know okay I'm excited about that book I don't I don't have any natural everything that I have in me is natural right now I'm trying to make and make it half of what it is but
0: well you know I still think it'll be a book that somebody might read anyway even if they don't have that because it's a real trauma to triumph book it's a real empowering story, uh, like a, I guess a bit of a memoir as well. Yeah. That shows you how you can flip victim to victor. Mm, mm.
1: And and a lot of people have different versions of this, a similar story. You know, it just it's not the implants, but it's different versions. So I That's can exactly see that.
0: Exactly right. Yeah.
1: So lastly, what's the most important piece of advice? you'd like to share about wellness you've shared a lot of great advice but
0: yeah the key thing the
1: key takeaway
0: you know wellness is a journey and you really do need to be gentle with yourself I remember the first time when I learned like oh gosh there's high levels of mercury in larger fish because they eat medium fish and medium fish eat smaller fish and so that's why there's high levels of <laughs> mercury what am I going to eat now or you know oh I shouldn't be sleeping like that I need a new mattress or a new pillow. And, As soon as I started, I was like, I need to change it all now. And it became really overwhelming and I became really upset. But if I looked at all the different changes that I made slowly over the years, And I chipped away at it when my soul was ready. It was just one of those beautiful journeys that I took my time over. And so that's the key takeaway is that you're probably going to read this book. It's 320 pages of, you know, my life's work and research. Actually, you can get it on Audible. Get it on Audible. If you download the Audible app, it's free because they give you two free books. Mm -hmm. But don't jump it. Like, i got to do it all now. Just choose one or two things to do every week and enjoy the journey. Well, well. Andy, thank
1: you so much. If people wanted to get in touch with you, you've mentioned several ways they can contact you, but if you want to go over them again, that would be great.
0: Yeah, I'm on Instagram, andi.lew, and my email address is on my website if you want to send me a personal, professional message. And my website's andilu.com.
1: Okay, sounds great. Well, Andy, again, thank you for being here at Mature Allure and sharing this information with us.
0: Thank you, my darling, Sherry. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. You too.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Mature Allure. For more information about us, visit matureallure.net and get social with us on Instagram and YouTube at mature.allure, Facebook at ForMatureAllure, and Twitter at Mature underscore Allure. Till next time, we encourage you to stay positive, embrace who you are at every stage of your life and always tap into your mature allure.